Quick dry tire of the week. In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Emmer, the tire starts off with the strict prohibition how a Kayin cannot become impure from a dead body. This prohibition is so stringent that it is one of the only three mitzvahs that the Torah infers that the adults need to warn and educate the children about it. Yet we find that a Kayin can, and in fact must, become impure to seven relatives should they pass away. His father and mother, his wife, his son and daughter, his brother, and his sister so long as she is single and not married. A Kayin Gadol, on the other hand, cannot become impure to any relative who passes away. Which begs the question, if the Torah is so strict about a Kayin not becoming impure, why are there these exceptions for his relatives? And if there are some exceptions for blood relatives, then why is his wife, who is not a blood relative, permissible, but his married sister, who is a blood relative, forbidden? So in Talmud Yerushalmi and Maid Katan Rabbi Yechanan says, A family is like a tower of rocks. And if you remove one rock, the entire tower becomes shaky. Likewise, when a close family member passes away, chas the angel of death has a drawn sword hanging over the other relatives until 12 months is up, at which point the sword goes back in its sheath. So Rabbi Yenison Ibishitz in a Sefer Abbas Yenison explains that the souls of all close relatives are intertwined one with the other. And when the soul of a close relative passes away, there is a small level of death and thereby impurity that occurs to the other relatives as well. So since the Kayin already automatically became somewhat impure from the passing of his relative, it is not a problem for him to come into contact with a dead relative because he is already in a state of impurity because of them. Which actually shows us the amazing connection of the souls that occurs when a husband and wife marry. That even though they are not blood-related, nevertheless, a marriage that is done alpitaira binds those two souls together as one. Which is why when the sister gets married and her soul is now bound up in somebody else, she is no longer considered a relative which one can become impure to. A father, on the other hand, is always connected to his daughter, even if she was married, and therefore he can become impure to her. But if a Kayin marries someone he's not allowed to, he cannot become impure to her, because they lack that connection of the souls. If this is the case, then why can't a Kayin Gadol become impure to his relatives? Why wouldn't the same logic apply? So the Sefer Echinuch states that a Kayin Gadol is sanctified for pure holiness. His role is that of a communal leader. We consider him like he has no relatives because his entire purpose is to serve his community. Which explains why there is one exception to whom a Kayin Gadol can become impure, the Mes Mitzvah the dead body that has no one to give it its proper burial rights. Why? Because what better way to show leadership than by taking care of everyone in your flock, even someone so destitute and abandoned that he has no one to bury him. By doing so, the Kayin Gadol is serving his true purpose as the high priest. The takeaway for us is to learn a lesson in true leadership. Often we think to ourselves that I'm too busy with communal work. I have no time to take care of these seemingly mundane tasks. 
But thinking like that completely misses the point. True leadership is not just attending to the needs of the mainstream community, but especially taking care of those who we sometimes sadly don't even think about until after they're dead. If we show this true Avas Chinam, then we will merit once again to have a Kayin Gadol with the rebuilding of the Beis Mikdash speedily. Amen. Have a good Shabbos.